For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. You're listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk, movie musings for mostly everybody. Hello and welcome to Two Chunks and a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders and this week I'm your chunk. I'm Doge and chunk, chunk, chunk. <laughs> Andre? Chunk. Andre the Giant? Chunk. Oh, okay. Yeah, keep going. Chunk. There was a lot of bombs when he put them down. Bane? Wait, what? Bane? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When he kept going, bomb, bomb. Bomb, That bomb. was, yeah, 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 yeah. Do we need to do it again? I can do it again. No, no it's that's great. Fine. It was okay. great. I'm Carter in What Killed the Honkasaurs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Ice Age. Yes, of course. Yes, of course he does it. Yes, of course he does it. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. That was a pretty Carter. good Arnold, just by the yeah, way. Yeah, that was not bad. Thank you. Uh, why that. are you the hunk? Let's do this. Come on. Every Hey, hold on. If you're listening why in your car right now, guess. Hey, hang on. Yeah, stop. guess. Stop. <laughs> Makes no difference <laughs> to you. Oh, when you wish upon a star, you yeah. <laughs> Dream I'm going to Walt Disney World again. Hey, Dude. all the money we make from the ads in this episode has to go to the Disney Corporation. <laughs> I lost the tune. Now they times. can buy the moon. Now I'm they back. can afford to buy the moon. And you did that. Finally. You're welcome. Which is from a Disney hit Disney movie. Yeah. I heard um, that Walt Disney is not dead. He's just on the moon. I, I heard that I would Walt Disney, it. Walt Disney had McGregor syndrome, so he got froze like Nora Freeze. Mm. Yeah, good. Chelsea and I are going to Disney very soon. We're doing an extra recording today. Cool. What is this? Like your ninetieth time to go to Disney? Podcast. It's a lot. It's a lot. We're big Disney people, man. We're just you guys. Been drinking that Mickey juice for a long time. Yeah, hey, I think in two chunks. I've been trying to get my hands on some of that Mickey juice at least once a year. I'm I'm gone because of. Because of Disney itself. And did you go in 2020? No, we did not. Yeah. You feel like you would have gone in 2020 though and not had your I know. Mask we literally had everything. to cancel. We had to cancel going in 2020. Handrails yeah. I had and given Chelsea like an impromptu, like it was one of those, it's like, hey, in two months we're gone. We're doing it. And then nope. Nope. Why? Pandemic. Yeah, what happened? What happened? That's so weird. I don't know what Pandemic. that is. What is the, that? I the don't ongoing know. unpleasantness, I think, is what people have been referring to <laughs> it as. Uh, yeah. Let's let's just let's just start because, boy, howdy, closing out the uh, sillier half of the uh, Batman series. <laughs> uh, More fun half? Question mark. The fourth and uh, the second Joel Schumacher outing. Uh, Boy, you really hate him, huh? The first stop, the first George Clooney outing. The second, you better watch so out, out, Betty White over there. <laughs> We're coming for We've you. We've been kind to you. I like Betty White. It's just Doge that didn't like Betty White. I've always uh -huh. liked Betty White. Anyway, we're finishing out our uh, first half of the Batman series with Batman, Batman and Robin. Robin. Give us a synopsis so we can talk about this, please. This week's IMDb synopsis was written by Blazer346. IMD Batman. <laughs> We've read some of Blazer346's works before on our program. Never could count very well. Blazer346 writes... For quite some time, the dynamic duo of Batman and Robin work to continuing the mission of protecting Gotham City from evil forces. 
But now their relationship is challenged when they must fight the villainous duo of icy Mr. Freeze and venomous Poison Ivy who seek to freeze Gotham and repopulate it with mutant plants. At the same time, the heroes must find a way to cure their sick butler Alfred while they also receive some help from new heroine Batgirl. Before we really jump in, can we just get the Alicia Silverstone stuff out of the way so it doesn't oh, hang like awful. a cloud over our head yeah. for the whole recording? Jeez. It's terrible. So she was treated so poorly for this movie. Um, and she, I mean, let's be honest, Bat, Batgirl is underwhelming in this movie and for good reason. Um, yeah. She, I'm sure, was absolutely going through it. Yep. Um, she and And to Joel Schumacher's credit, he... He defended, defended her. her. Yeah. Went to bat for Alicia. Yeah. Um, uh, Alicia? Alicia. It's Alicia. Is it? Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, I believe it's Alicia Listen, I, Silverstone. I have no say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he he went to absolute war for Alicia Silverstone with the press and with everybody asking questions. Um, so good on him. That's great. Can you just um, can you give us a thirty thousand foot overview of of what happened so folks are aware of it as they're listening? Yeah, dude. I mean, she. She started filming the movie and then gained a little bit of weight and then execs freaked out and basically were like, oh, Batgirl can't have any meat on her bones. And then she and everybody was- Yeah. Yeah, they cut a lot of her scenes because they weren't happy with the way that she looked. And she's a teenager. 19. And Joel Schumacher, Alicia, everybody with brains in their heads were basically like, hey, guys, chill. Yeah. This is insane. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, there there is no way. I wanted to talk about that up front and how frustrating that is because unbelievably that girl is functionally basically a non-entity in this movie. She isn't. I mean, she's around, she's there, but like she's super underwhelming and not done very well. And if you wanted to know why, it's because Alicia Silverstone was getting horribly, horribly treated. Yeah. Very bad. So uh, now that that's out of the way, uh, I mean, if you, the as best if you need it in the Batman series, I think that <laughs> it's really tight. The story really works. Everything looks cool and sounds good. I have to tell you, when I saw this movie in the in the docket, I stopped cold in my tracks. Wow. <laughs> that's a pretty good. That's Arnold. a pretty good Arnold, dude. I mean, you're not. Uh, <laughs> you're not so bad. So. I'd like I do to want to point out that at, at this point, the only two Arnolds that we've reviewed on our podcast are Terminator 2 and Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Sliding yes. scales, my friends. Yeah. Jingle all the way will have its time in the sunlight. We have God, to do I like, hope so. We have to do action Christmas or we something. Do that would Predator, be really fun. We got to do something. Um, yeah. I'd Man. like to start by talking, having a Batman Bruce Wayne discussion um, Great. of our three movies. Great. Of our, I'm sorry, of our four movies, three, three, three bats actors. and bruces. Yeah. Last place in both categories is uh, Val Kilmer for me. Yeah. My first place Batman is Keaton. My first place Bruce Wayne is Jorge Clooney. Can I be honest with you guys? No. George Clooney's Bruce Wayne is my super pump for this movie. No. This is. Perhaps <laughs> the best Bruce Wayne no. <laughs> that we've ever gotten. No. I definitely would not say that, but I love that you said it. Listen to me <laughs> when I say this. The relationships no. between Bruce and Dick, Bruce and Barbara, Bruce and Alfred look more like the comic books that I have read for yeah, decades than any other Bruce Wayne that's ever been on screen. Is that writing or how he portrayed that to you? Are I you think say, it's you're both. saying it's Clooney. No. I think it's both. Clooney has I this moment with Alfred where he shows this like genuine care and tenderness for Alfred as a person and all the things that Alfred did for him growing up that I really appreciate. Yeah. The moment where where he's uh, not my super pump. I want to I want to distance myself fine. from that that's decision. Fine. The writing of Bruce Wayne and the portrayal of Bruce Wayne by Mr. ER George Clooney is my super pump for this movie. And it was solidified for me in the moment whenever Bruce uh goes to take on Ivy alone. 
And Robin's like, you want her. That's why you're doing this. And Bruce says, you're right. I want her so bad I can taste it. And that's why you can't go because you can't, like his overprotectiveness and controllingness of the rest of the Bat family, that is comic book Bruce Wayne. I have read that that. Bruce Wayne a million times and I have never seen that level of comic book Bruce Wayne on screen besides this movie. I feel like if you read it, like the script of this movie of Batman and Robin, that would feel more like the comic books than Clooney, Clooney's portrayal bring, being sprinkled in there. Here's what's my issue with that. Okay. With your super pump. Is, Tell me, hey, hang on. Tell me why I'm not allowed to feel the way I feel. I love that. You can that. feel the way you feel, and that's what we do. But Ooh. for once, Carter never really disagrees with anything y'all say. So just <laughs> soak this up. This is going to be good content. This is Disney Carter. He's got all that Disney juice. Uh-oh. He's ready to Because he's on vacation like a wealthy elite right now. I have right to tell now. you, Jordan, that was cold <laughs> for you to say. Um, so I do think… Now, this is kind of what introduced Clooney to Hollywood to an extent. He had done some other movies before, but nothing was kind of like this billboardy. You can tell because his hair's not gray yet, that he's still a which, young yeah, man. Which, by the way, he's his career starts at like 36. That's yeah. crazy yeah. to me. He just feels like he's been around forever. We've still got time, guys. We've still got time. We could time. all still be the next Clooney. <laughs> I could be Chelsea the next Chelsea looked Clooney. at me because I'm already graying. I've been graying for the last couple of years. And jealous. she was like, he was 36 so and wasn't graying yet. She's like, there's some hope. Uh, I mean, <laughs> and I was he like, also might have dyed his hair. Yeah, yeah, I was like, also, thanks for that encouragement, babe. What do you mean hope? Hope for you? <laughs> What's going on? Anyways, so this is very early Clooney. And it's kind of like even the confines of this movie, he gets to he gets to leak a little bit of Clooney. Like you oh, can't sure. hold Clooney down. There's some and I think that is, in that Bruce Wayne. That, that is where we get some of that magic. I think of it feeling like a good Bruce Wayne, but mostly, mostly, I'm glad you brought up Danny Ocean. I think Danny, I think George Clooney as Danny Ocean is a better Bruce Wayne than George Clooney as Bruce Wayne. Like, I think there's so many iterations of Clooney later on in his acting career. And yes, you can just chalk that up to experience that make him like the kind of charm about Clooney. And he he's like a better person because you probably take out the arrogance from what I hear that like a Bruce Wayne would have. But that kind of Clooney charm should have been much better. And Mm -hmm. I don't think it was. I really don't think- Listen to me, Carter. Listen to me. And hear you me. Hey, hey. George Clooney is not my super pump for this movie. And he definitely is not my favorite Bruce Wayne live action. He is a better live action Bruce Wayne than Keaton and Kilmer to me. Absolutely, without a question. We're saying so- have we been talking about so far? I, I, all I am talking about is Clooney, Keaton, Kilmer. That's all I'm talking about. Sure. Doge said, I, I Doge said is ever. When Doge I say, said, he's when the I best say Batman so far, Keaton is. When me. I say best comic accurate, and that's a little bit of you, a, a, that's a weird thing to say because comic accurate implies that there is. Comic accurate you didn't say right comic now. accurate. You said best. You said best. Right. You got all and, high on your own supply there. No, I and I said Keaton I said best because it's the comic accuratist, but comic accurate is a little bit of a sticky thing because there's not really a consistent central. This is what comics are always always like in anything. If anytime somebody stand says, firm in your truth, Doge, I, I'm I'm trying to explain it, and I keep getting interrupted by detractors Ooh. and naysayers. <laughs> Everything I'm saying is too powerful, and you're afraid of it. <laughs> That's true. What I'm saying is that anytime somebody says something is comic accurate, you need to ask them, which comic are you talking about? Mm. That's the disclaimer I'm giving. When I say comic accurate which Batman, comic are you talking about? I'm saying the amalgamation of Bruce Wayne's in perhaps New 52 and Batman Incorporated are the ones I'm thinking of the most, where Bruce is overprotective of the Bat family. Bruce is really emotionally withdrawn from everyone except Alfred. Bruce uh, consistently tries to claim Pyrrhic victories where he says... I'm the only one who can do this, and he refuses help from the Bat family. That is the Bruce Wayne that I see in George Clooney. That is the Bruce Wayne I am most familiar with in the comics. Thus, to me, Clooney is the most comic-accurate Bruce Wayne, which makes him, in my opinion, perhaps the best Bruce Wayne that has ever been on my screen. 
An award I'll for say longest one more thing. ever spent on a super pump in history goes to this episode. No, and it's not done. Because I'll say one more thing and then I'll be done with this debate. Because technically it will be over. Because someone would have won and I'll, it would be me. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Hey, while you're Clooney, talking, I'm going to take my headphones out. Okay? Clooney, is that cool? Clooney is only better than Val Kilmer. And it's because Kilmer was a pouty boy and didn't even try. I think, and you even said… I think you're just talking about Clooney as the person in time in the world, not Clooney as Bruce Wayne. I'm talking about Clooney the way Clooney portrays the script as written. I know. Okay. I think you're just clouded by who George Clooney is. Not at all. 100%. Hang on really quick. I I have to stand up for a second. I have to stand up for a second. Hang on. He didn't stand. He just scooted. He said he had to stand up. Is he getting he a comic scooted. book? Yeah, what he's is definitely going to show you a stack of comic books. That doesn't mean anything. I don't know what he's trying to prove here. He's doing that thing where he gets self-conscious. He can't hear you us guys, so he can talk all the traffic. Do you guys mind if I just set all these Batman books here while I record? I just have like a lot of them he here. Is that like, cool? He has do you mind like about two that? Batman comics in his hand and he's freaking out as though it's like a whole bunch. Let me go. I'm sorry I don't have a, a copy of my almost published book on charisma to show you right now. Doge. I didn't hear. Sorry, I had my headphones. I didn't hear that. He walks, Are you guys he, cool with all those Clooney Batman books? Clooney gets to walk in and, and innately in be ahead of both time of Clooney being good and past the time of Clooney. Clooney will be around forever and he's like the cloud. And his charm is just always there. And I think his charm is clouding your judgment here. Because he's not a good Bruce Wayne. I think his charm is peanut butter. And the script and the Bruce that's written is chocolate. And I've made a Reese's cup and you're afraid because it tastes too good. Why would I? What do I have at stake? I think that George Clooney, some, there was a local hero that said it may be better than everybody else, which is that George Clooney is the best Bruce Wayne of the early Batman series. Michael Keaton is the best Batman of the early Batman series. Um, and, 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 you know, both of those titles will be stripped away um, pretty soon anyway, so it doesn't ultimately matter. So are you saying the only Bruce Wayne then that is better than Clooney is Bale? So far, yeah, I think so. Okay. I think we know what you think. Better, we know how much you hate Clooney. We know we Affleck's know that Carter is anti Clooney. <clears throat> I'm anti Clune Wayne. Mm. I love So there's other characters in this movie too, huh? I know other how actors. To separate the two. Apparently not. Yep. Chris O'Donnell's back. He's my ride or die. He's my road dog. Uh, he's my boy. <laughs> I ha- he's terrible. He's not good. <laughs> Yeah, Dude, he's that unbelievably bad. Me. <laughs> I had the captions on, and it's spelled like a pirate. It's arg. <laughs> they have him screaming arg. <laughs> him deciding to go to the motorcycle race to get. Uh, what 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 did they change her last name to? Barbara Wilson. Wilson. So yeah, yeah what what? Why they do that? I don't know. Because Gordon has no reason to really be in this story. Yeah. So we don't care that she's his. Daughter, I guess, She's because daughter, we don't care yeah. about him. And she is still related to somebody. Yeah. So, right. yeah. But when, when, when Robin decides to go after Barbara at this motorcycle race, it felt like they should have just leaned in and played Danger Zone. Yeah. This was only, <laughs> this was 97. This was only four years before Fast and Furious. <laughs> just to tether us a little bit. Hey, by the way, I'm just going to throw this out there before I forget. If you're a criminal in Gotham City, even if you're just basically like a street-level youth ne'er-do-well, you don't spray cool paint suit. your face. Don't spray paint your face all over the city. Don't spray, <laughs> don't spray paint your face. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. It that makes it too obvious who to fight. Very much the Gotham underworld of the Dark Knight Returns. Yes, 100%. The, the I was waiting slice, for everybody to be like, slice, slice and dice. dice. Yeah, slice right. and dice. Yeah. Yeah, it's just goofy. That's a that's a Batman comic book for those of you who don't know what Bruce Wayne is and think maybe Clooney did a bad job as him. That's a Batman. Co- so Batman is a character they used to oh, draw him in picture books I've all the time. I've never seen anybody throw up in slow motion. Carter's just slowly puking all over himself. That's so weird. I want to talk about my super pump because believe it or not, I have one. And I don't know if y'all are going to like it. <laughs> Hey, listen, listen to me. What makes my, you think these are testy waters? Listen to me. My child Jump on I've, in as there's blood in the pool. Oh, I'm ready Come to fight. In. I'm ready I've, to fight. I've gone before you. I know that there is life on the other side of the fire. George Clooney's great and all. But he has Hang has on, hang on. Been, Give Carter a chance to yell at you. Go ahead, has, Carter. Has, what do you want to say about that? Has he ever been an elected government official? 
Has he ever won Mr. Universe? <laughs> has he ever donned the suit of a Christmas superhero? No, he has not. Do you know who has? My super pump. Yeah. For Batman and Robin. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I too. love Arnold He's so, so much in good. this. <laughs> It's mine too. Oh my gosh. He's the only reason to watch this. He was, this freeze was written by dads. Yeah. There are so many puns. 27. 27 counted. 27. That he utters, not the ones that are uttered about him. At one point, 50. At one point, he just tells everybody, hey, cool it. Cool it. Like some of them don't even make sense. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, don't yeah. forget to get on the bus when it picks you up after cool. <laughs> it picks you up after cool. Maybe, maybe my favorite scene in this whole movie is when he's watching his wedding video on like 15 <laughs> different monitors and just one single thing and it freezes. Yeah. Dude, so I'm watching cool this. Party. All I can think, all I can think. Who's holding the camera in all of these home videos? He's, you can see him in a mirror, and neither yeah. of them are holding a camera. Allow me to break the ice. <laughs> oh my gosh! He is the the ice skating, the the freeze ray. His his pathetic attempt to beat up the security guards before he realizes he has to stay inside that cold Oh my circle. gosh. In the cool zone. The cool Mr. zone. Mr. Freeze loves being Mr. Freeze so yes. much. Arnold is... <laughs> Arnold showed up to work on Joel Schumacher's set, Schumacher's set, and said yes. He said yes. <laughs> I feel like that's Arnold. That feels like Arnold as a performer oh, to me is like yeah. everything. Like I'm never going to give less than 200%. First of all, he's just a good person and he's I love him He's a wonderful so person. Much. Oh my goodness, he's the best. But as as Mr. Freeze, his portrayal specifically is my super pump. Like Arnold himself. Um, <laughs> he is, he belongs in a better movie. Arnold deserves better than this. Does he work? You saying no? I, he should, no I don't. Think he would not so. work. I'm saying Arnold <laughs> okay. deserves better. This character would not work in a better yeah. movie. Yeah, he, I think he, he's the exact right thing for this movie. Completely. Same. Same. Yeah, I, I'm saying I can't believe we got Arnold doing this. I can't believe how good it is. Right. By being not very good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so terrible. <laughs> but that's not his fault. In my, in my opinion, the things that are wrong, and, and I have some other thoughts about Mr. Freeze's sort of character arc that I'll talk about. I'm going to save that for back half discussion. Yeah. But, but anything wrong with Mr. Freeze is not Arnold here. Arnold showed up, said yes, and hammed it up from start to finish. He is grabbing pieces of scenery and just shoveling them into his mouth. Yep. He is the best thing in this movie. We've talked a lot about Batman the Animated Series as we've gone throughout this. This is another instance in which the, the direction for the movie was make it more like the animated series. One of the things... What, with uh, Freeze? No, 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 this movie. Oh. This movie is another no. instance. But the thing to... One of the notable things, the Batman the Animated Series is is well known for introducing Harley Quinn. We talked about that last week, how Harley was introduced for the show. They needed a girl joker, basically. Uh, so they're like, let's make Harley Quinn and then invented this whole backstory and then she became one of the most popular comic book characters of all time. Another notable contribution of Batman the Animated Series to the Batman mythos is Nora Freeze. Nora Victor Freeze. Freeze's backstory was uh, completely written for the show. An episode, I think the episode was called Cold, Cold Heart or just Cold Heart or something it's, like that. It's Cold, Cold Heart, I think. It's a very good episode, actually. The episode's called Cold, Cold Heart and that's the first time Victor Freeze was presented as anything other than just, I'm a maniac with an ice gun. And so this mm -hmm. backstory of, of trying to save Nora was written for the cartoon, later adapted into the comics, adapted into video games, adapted into this movie. Uh, that's to me the best thing. That's what makes Mr. Freeze such a compelling villain. He might be, I was realizing this last night, might be my favorite Batman villain. He's one of mine. He's, He's one of my favorites. He's a top boy for sure, but that's directly to, directly because of the animated series, which is directly because of Batman 89. 
That's crazy. Like, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Well. The Ouroboros eats itself here a little yeah. bit. Not in a terrible way, just... That's so, something that so I feel like DC does pretty well. And it's pretty interesting that they do that with their movies is they are they freely allow their comic continuity. They're a little more open-handed with that than they Marvel is. They are fine is, with, their, uh, with their source like, material. Yeah, hey, guess what? That works really well in your cartoon. That's part of it now. Absolutely. Yeah. They, they, they give innovation freedom to areas other than just their mainline comics. I think Marvel's gotten better about that recently since yeah. Avengers. Sure. But at this time in the 90s... Uh, like that was a really, really DC exclusive thing to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just think it's fun. And it looks like he's having fun, which makes me happy. Same with Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just like watching Chris O'Donnell be like, I think you're having fun. Now, uh, Carter, did you say your piece about Arnold here? I mean, you've said, you've basically said everything. It's, it's a, it, yeah, it just looks like he's having an absolute blast. Right. And he doesn't, in the same way that, Every villain, every villain just takes it to 11. Mm -hmm. He yeah. does in this. But 11 fits Schwarzenegger better than <laughs> other people. I like Schwarzenegger's agree. 11 more than Tommy Lee's 11 or more than yes. perhaps Uma Thurman's 11. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. And we'll talk, about, we'll talk about Uma Thurman here in just a moment. But first, I do want to say Chris O'Donnell, um, poor guy. Robin's writing sucks even worse in this movie. Yeah. Um, the the love-struck nature of Batman and Robin is so boring to me. Like, it is yes. so boring to be like, you're in love with me and now you don't want to punch me. Boo! Do something interesting. I, I don't like it. And, and forcing Clooney, but specifically I feel bad for Chris O'Donnell to just be this like, we sportsed up teenage boy instead of something cool is such a bummer, dude. And such a reduction of Robin, who is a fantastic character when done well. Particularly Dick Grayson. As a Dick Grayson fan, I'm pretty offended by this. <laughs> I like all three of our mainline Robins a lot, but yes, particularly Dick Grayson. So who, which one don't you like? You don't like Damien? I'm not a huge Damien fan. I like oh, I, Jason, uh, gonna, Tim, and Dick the best. Gotcha. I'm going to lend you the Batman and Robin from 2011, 2015. Damien's my favorite Robin because of that. Yeah, I mean, I've read it, but you can lend me whatever you want. Yeah. Damien's my favorite. Damien's a great Robin. But yeah, I, as a Dick Grayson fan, this was a huge bummer, especially because he's wearing basically a Nightwing suit the whole time. Yeah, that's true. It is a Nightwing suit. I mean, it's the new 52 Nightwing suit yeah. plus a cape. Yeah. So I just feel bad for Chris. I want better for him. We're going we're gonna to yeah. talk about… Uh, this feels like I'm like, and we'll, uh, we'll be right back after these messages but we will be right back after these messages well you take some shout and you take some analysis put them together and you got shout announcements everybody knows when you do shout announcements that's how you get shout announcements welcome to shout announcements the part of the show where we give shout outs and make announcements doggy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Who goes first? Me goes you. first. Do it in that voice. No. Coward. It would be <laughs> audio. Coward. It would be all all I hear is a man choosing to let his fear control him. Fear is the podcast killer, Jordan. Why don't you talk to your favorite Bruce Wayne of all time, George Clooney, about it? I think it's important okay. that all of our listeners... <laughs> you try to hurt me? That makes me stronger. Can you guys I, tell this is the second more, episode dude. we've recorded today? We have, yes. <laughs> we have to sing more in this show. I'm tired of not singing. Why aren't we? It, it, it makes me angry that we are not singing right now. I want to make sure you, our dear listeners, understand fully... That we are only halfway through our Batman series. Amazing. Holy moly, this is a long series. Next week, we will be beginning the Christopher Nolan Batman Dark Knight trilogy with Batman Begins. Uh, I, this is what I've been looking forward to this whole time. I haven't rewatched the Dark Knight trilogy in a very long time. Me neither. Um, I know, I understand that it's like the dude bro baby's first yeah. movie kind of <laughs> like fight club in the dark night or so i was about like to say the, it's the fight club or memento of the last 20 years yeah and I, I i understand that and i don't care i love it and i'm excited so tune in tune, uh, tune in 
tune in. Last I started my reread. I started my reread of of the Long Halloween. I wanted to read that again before uh, the Batman comes out, and I'm remembering once more how the Dark Knight trilogy is basically the Long Halloween, the movie, the Long Halloween, the movies. Like over three movies, you mean? Yeah, just the way that Gotham is presented, the way Gordon is presented, the uneasy alliance between Gordon, Batman, and Harvey Dent is taken straight from the long Halloween. So yeah. we don't often do reading recommendations because books are for nerds, but you should read the long Halloween if you haven't read it. Man, I don't, I don't, like, don't make me act up too much, but like, I could get into some, some comic recommendations for people that haven't done it. You know what I mean? On this Batman stuff. There's a lot of good stuff out there. Uh, actually, this is a weird time to bring it up because it's a shout announcement, but Doge, have you read much of Grant Morrison's stuff with I've Batman? Read, I've read a bit of it, not a ton. Uh, he has one, I think it's either Black Mirror or White Mirror where it is a, it is a, oh, a graphic Dick, novel yeah, Dick's where Batman. Dick is Batman for a little uh -huh. bit while Batman is recovering from having his spine broken. From being dead. Yeah. Oh, Bruce I thought it was after. I thought it was after Bane broke his back. I don't think it was after Nightfall. I think Bruce was dead at the time. Uh, he was. Uh, Grant Morrison in their run did something where, where Bruce died or something like that, and that's when Dick was Batman. I don't remember fully. I need to go back and reread it. I'm fairly certain that Dick knows that Bruce is not dead, though. Uh, right. Like, I think there's some communication between the two in some. Anyway, anyway it's a really interesting. Black story. Mirror is very good, or Dark Mirror, really whatever it's called. Story. Yeah. If you've got some loins nearby, gird them. Mm. <laughs> because February 22nd, it's a Tuesday, by the way, Dark Knight release. I mean, we could, not, we could not have planned it better than this. Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. There's just a lot coming. As we get closer, there'll be more details. Uh, there might be some in your inbox. There might not. But it's going to be a big day. Two Chunks Day is coming, and there's going to be some, some reworks, some new things. I know it's broad. But it kind of needs to be right now because we want it to have the impact that we know it will have. It's more than anything, not just a celebration of this show and being in our sixth year of this show, but it's just like a celebration of the kind of culture around it, of the Chunkies. Like we're really doing this for you. I think yeah. most of the time uh, our motivations are for your sake because that's what makes it so cool. It's just to be able to find all these other people that either agree or disagree, but just choose to really love movies. And so we're going to try and give you something that reflects that very soon. Something we'd like to do even sooner than very soon is give a shout out to uh, the newest member of our Discord family at the time of this recording. Martians are dope. Um, fairly uncontroversial position. Would have loved you to take a little bit of a harder stance, but yeah, Martians are dope. And so is Martians are dope. And so is Discord. We love having a Discord uh, where we can just chat with you guys and hang out. We just started a gaming channel, and I did misread the title of the thread as Garmin and thought we were all going to get really into those pre-smartphone GPS navigation devices. Did you guys have Garmins in your car? No. I think it was TomTom. Tom. I had a Garmin, and my mom told me I was not allowed to drive unless it was plugged in and turned on because apparently I have the vibe of somebody who gets lost quite easily. Um, but if you don't get lost easily uh, and you don't want to miss out on the opportunity to join us in Discord, I have great news for you. It's really easy to be a part of that. For five bucks a month, you get access to every bonus episode we've ever recorded plus our Discord channel. We do uh, typically a bonus episode per series. This time it's going to be Lego Batman, which Carter's never seen and we're super excited ever. about. Uh, if you don't want Discord and you just want the bonus episodes, that's okay too. That's three bucks a month. So either three or five dollars a month for more two chunks in your life. And if you feel like you have just the right amount of two chunks in your life and you don't want any more, I'm sorry. We're going to keep making episodes and we're never going to stop. And that's a threat. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat mother of three, and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger 
offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'll bookend our shout announcements with my super dump now. It's important to me. Good. This I is have a guess. this is my nerdiest. Okay, what's your guess? I want to hear your guess. Uh, your I, my guess is that your super dump is May West. No, as Poison Ivy. <laughs> May West. Yeah. No. My- oh, is that a batarang in your pocket? Are you happy to see me? <laughs> Just like Carter, I want you to hey. know that I hey. said to my wife on the couch, jokingly about Uma Thurman, "Is that a batarang in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me?" Hey, thousand percent. That's my super dump. We can't take it over yet because it's Jordan. No, do it. I, so you can, you can dump later. Yeah, no, I'll you do can later. dump now. I'll do it later. Dump, dump now. It's, it sounds like it sounds like you're you're ready to go. Do it. I'll, I'll I did not now. enjoy. I just did not enjoy Uma Thurman. It was 11 in all the wrong ways. It wasn't a good 11. It was a like, that's the 11 you chose to go to for this? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah I did some choices made by Uma that were not great. Uh, yeah, it just didn't. I For whatever reason, it did not work for me. And she was completely overshadowed by Arnold. Yeah. But how can you not be, right? I think the only shot that we're going to have to even get close to some kind of like femme fatale performance that we got from Michelle Pfeiffer is the movie that's coming out. I think Zoe Kravitz has a shot and it's going to be the same character. She has a but shot. I just don't it, know at this point. That movie already, the marketing feels less like women are objects to look at than these yeah, yeah, first yeah, four yeah. Batmans oh, did. So sure. I think she will Zoe Kravitz is Michelle. like a, a force to be reckoned with. Too. Oh my goodness. She yeah. is legit. Yeah. So I, very, that's such a good casting for Selena Kyle. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very pumped. Um, I think my super now, dump. Now you go. Yeah, my super dump. It gets a little complicated. It's it's probably my nerdiest super dump of this series so far, and it is simply in contrast to how much I love Arnold as Mister Freeze. I hate what this movie has done to people's opinion of Mister Freeze as a character. Like I hate mm. this version of Mister Freeze so much. Hmm. How interesting. Arnold is a blast, and for what this movie is, a, a serious version of Mr. Freeze would have sucked. But this movie has made, in the same way that, like, I used to get annoyed when people would be like, Aquaman can talk to fish, so what? It's like, no, it's not that. Like, he's crazy. When people think Mr. Freeze, a lot of people think Arnold Schwarzenegger. What killed the dinosaurs? Right. Yeah. Which is not true, Dinosaur by the way. Dinosaur was. Not true, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. Is awesome. The Ice Age. Wrong. But- I I just think that Mr. Freeze is such an interesting character with so much depth, so much to offer, so much like gray area, moral conflict, good person forced to do bad things so that he can like he's he has to choose between do I save my wife and do all these horrible things or do I stop doing all these horrible things and let my wife die? Like he is so blinded by love and so in love that he is willing to do anything. And we get weird glimpses of that here. Um, also, that backstory that you've just, just described, isn't that wild that that's from a children's cartoon? I know. Yeah, that's uh, what's yeah, so yeah. cool yeah. about the yeah. animated series. It speaks to the, the quality of the writing for Batman the Animated Series. I mean, there's a scene in Batman the Animated Series where Batman defeats, quote unquote, a villain who is a little girl by sitting on a swing with her and saying like, Hey, I'm scared too. I've been scared. I know fear. I understand loneliness. I get like, that's a yeah. kid's show. Yep. It's awesome. Um, yeah, Mr. Freeze, this version has damaged public opinion of Mr. Freeze to a point where it Dude. it is difficult to explain how cool he is. And that is can I give you a can I give you a survivor metaphor here oh, for I would love that. what I think your opinion is? Oh wow. Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze came in and killed individual immunity challenges. Sure. But then became labeled as that's all he's good at. Yep. Hmm. He is not a he's not a complete game mastermind. Yep. Right. Right? He only got so far because he was 
so much stronger than everybody else. Yeah, but wow. true Mr. Freeze deserves to be on a Survivor Mount Rushmore because he's got all the Yes, but he's not game. getting any credit right. because he just killed it in that one specific thing and did it so well that they're like, oh, that's all he Very does. good. Oh, man. My super dump is family, to be honest. I'm my calling super dump, Vin. <laughs> my super dump, I'm sorry, is… What do you ride for then? I don't understand. Like… Yeah, I don't understand. What do you even ride for? <laughs> I, I think I think the I think Alfred should have died. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If it's going to be so much about this is what brings us together, it's such a tease. It's like why did why did he not die? Why is it so much about where they leaned so much into like the family dynamic? It's even the tagline of this movie has something to do with family. Really? Yes, I'll read it to you. Um but he's just, like, we're going through this. I think there's things that we forgot. Like, we forgot about anyone really caring about Gotham City. Yeah. I think there's hardly a relationship between a hero and their environment or the place that they live, like like a Peter Parker in New York or like a Bruce Wayne and Gotham City. Like, we've got a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, but it's not like Bruce is fighting against Gotham, and that's an interesting dynamic right. because Gotham doesn't really like him. And we and we get that from other things too, but we focus so much on this family aspect that it just did it. It, it took away so much from just natural Batman things. Let me find the tagline. While you okay. look for that tag, oh, you got it? Yes. Strength now, courage always, family above all. Okay. What? The heck, dude. Is that not for a football movie? That feels like for a football movie. <laughs> Look up, Brock. <laughs> Facing the, the Giants. Ends, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I do want to point out uh, a plot hole that, that IMDb was careful to note for us. 45 of 52 found this interesting. Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy do not seem very compatible as partners because he wants to freeze the world and she oh wants plants God. to roam the world and plants do not survive in freezing temperatures. I mean, she immediately blasts all of her plants on fire first thing when she becomes Poison Ivy, so she clearly doesn't care <laughs> that much about them. Well, we're on the topic of plot holes. Uh, this movie is just, I don't know if you guys could tell, this is, movie is a complete mess, factually. <laughs> huh? 12 of 14 found this interesting. When in the space rocket, Mr. Freeze says at 30,000 oh, feet, your heart will freeze and beat no more. Obviously, this is false as the human heart can survive that altitude wow. without freezing. And the first thing to yeah, freeze would be his limbs, not his heart. And beat no more. Like, you, that, like you're not upset about the fact that they somehow <laughs> gravity pushed <laughs> exactly these silver surfer-like boards up against down. their heels. What a great opening for that for the movie, by the way. Does it take away? He knew it was going to turn into a surfboard before they blew the doors. By the way, it's, Robin says surfs up before they ever yep. even blow the it's doors. So stupid. He's yeah. he is. You're right, Jordan. He is the worst writing. I think yeah. outside of Bruce Wayne. <laughs> um, I would say yeah. Outside of Bruce Wayne, all the characters are bad. You're right. That's a good point, Carter. Um, I think more than other movies, these movies have Batman. Looking too much like a super soldier. Like having too much that he can do. Does it take away a little bit from the humanity of Batman to have him being able to not be afraid to jump from space because he'll land? And like, yeah, I can just, see that. It just felt like things that Thor would try or Steve Rogers because they know they can't die. Yeah. Part, part of Batman I don't, is that if he falls, he's going to break his leg and be out of commission for a long time. Like part of Batman like is even, bullets can kill him if they hit the right spot. Yeah. It's I the mean, Hawkeye thing. Yeah, you can thing. get a claw in the weak part of his, of his suit, you yeah. know? Someone can find that and expose it. And he's got to figure things out. He makes for a better video game than being able to fly around and do whatever the heck yeah. you want to do. It's like, to me, it's like the Hawkeye thing that we talked about when we were watching that show. Hawkeye... Uh, there's the panel of him telling Spider-Man, I can't miss. And he's like, oh, okay, that's a little conceited. And he's like, I can't miss. The second that I miss, I'm no longer valuable. So I cannot miss. Yeah. That's kind of the humanity of Batman that I think is pretty absent from these movies. Yeah, I agree with that. I will say, thanks to IMDb, I am noticing something that I didn't notice. Robin says we need to redirect the sun from the other side of the equator. That's not how the sun works. <laughs> It's not Dude. daylight in the north and night in the south, Robin. <laughs> I, there had to be 
Somebody died. Somebody got fried. Oh, absolutely. Somebody absolutely got fried. Like ants under a magnifying glass just shooting the sun across the globe. <laughs> just vaporized. Just absolutely vaporized. Oh, my goodness. How terrifying. If we're talking about like beams of things, how terrifying is it in Arkham Asylum when Mr. Freeze gets out of his freeze beam and starts to die? We just turn around and we see blood, like bleeding eyes. That used to scare me so bad. That's like Bilbo trying to grab the ring back. It's like, what is that doing here? Yeah. Yes. It's also like the end. We didn't even talk about, but when Jim Carrey gets all the TV juice sucked out of him or whatever. When he turns spooky. Yeah. Speaking of Jim Carrey, did you guys see the the, The in the like the Riddler suit? And the thing that confused me was Tommy Lee Jones's jacket was in there. But did they go fish? How did they get it? Did they go fish that out of the harbor? (laughs) That was Ben's connection to eventually play Batman. He went into the harbor. Went to the harbor. He got it out. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's so stupid, and it's so blatant. It's like movies didn't quite know yet how to do callback same universe. They just put it right there. <laughs> Speaking of same Pixar universe. Pixar was doing this a decade before. Man. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, that's the ball yeah. from Toy Story. That's the lamp from In the Luxo closet Jr. amidst all the other things. Yeah. yeah. Same universe is interesting because there was a planned sequel to this. We talked about it a little bit last week called Batman Unchained that the studio really wanted to push. Schumacher really wanted to uh, make a prequel called Batman Year One and just do straight up an adaption of Year One. They were also hoping to do a Tim Burton Superman project called Superman Lives with Nicolas Cage, Nicolas Cage. playing Superman and Clooney playing Batman. Oh, and what? also a spin-off Nightwing and Sad Batgirl movie happen. with Chris O'Donnell and Alicia Silverstone. Who I'm and sure was movie, just thrilled to come back. Alicia yeah, could not wait, I'm sure. But this movie performed so badly that all of those were canceled. The Batman Unchained plot uh, reportedly was going to feature a bunch of previous villains as hallucinations because Scarecrow was going to be the main villain. The Batman Unchained plot was sort of recycled in two different ways. One was with Scarecrow as Batman Begins and the other was with the video game Arkham Asylum. Yeah. So thanks for that. So thanks for that. Kevin Feige has called Batman and Robin the single most important superhero movie ever made because this was a full stop on superhero movies and made Hollywood go, I don't think we can do them like this anymore. Mm. This was sort of the end because of- Because of how much it failed? The end of the open beta for superhero movies. <laughs> and then after that came X-Men and Spider-Man and the things that eventually led to the current superhero movie boom. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think you could make a pretty similar argument. Um, obviously, Kevin Feige's opinion holds more weight than Jordan Wonders's is, but um, I think you could About make a same. pretty similar argument for the Dark Knight trilogy and the way that it paved the way for people to go, oh, superheroes can be complicated. Like superheroes can be interesting and complicated and quality movies. That's sort of where the line of demarcation falls for me in my memory is that after the Dark Knight, people were like, these are actually movies, not just kids' movies. Right. Yeah. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. That was, it was after the Dark Knight that like, my dad, who was never into nerd stuff, was like, maybe I should go see all those Marvel movies. Maybe I should go see the next yeah. Batman movie. Maybe, you know, like that. It 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 opened a door previously um, perceived as closed to a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. Like, I know people personally who, like, can't get into sci-fi, can't get into superheroes, can't get into any of that, and would put The Dark Knight in their top five movies of all time. That's yeah, yep. amazing. I think there was probably a cultural uh, assumption that comic books were for kids. Um, oh, for almost sure. like a picture book. It's like because there's more pictures than words. But yeah, they're the 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 real themes and the dark themes of comic books were obviously older than Dark Knight. Certainly, we, we can have a different conversation. Of was long Halloween like ninety? How yeah, or ninety two? I think yeah. We, we can have a different conversation about how um, things like comics, video games. Uh, superhero, anything considered nerdy is pigeonholed into four children. Um, and uh, there are so many people missing out on so much cool stuff, whether it's animated shows, video games, weird sci-fi, but like so many people are missing out on so many things because they can't get past the idea that an adult can play a video game, an adult can read a comic, an adult can be into an animated thing. You know what I mean? Like there's so much. I feel like that is, like not to get too meta with it, but I feel like that is 
at least a core tenet of our show and how we decide our programming is the like, you know, one week we'll be watching something that is clearly a movie for adults. You know what I mean? We'll watch like Memento or something, Nomad Land, And then a couple of weeks later, we'll watch How to Train Your Dragon or Big Hero 6. And just, I think there's merit to putting like any kind of storytelling that you can consume on the same level. That's why we say love what you love is because there's merit to be found in any story worth telling. Well, and was it, was it C.S. Lewis who talked about like if if an adult can't enjoy a kid's story, then maybe it wasn't a very good kid's story? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Like the basic yeah. tenets of storytelling should be functionally should be the, the same, same across the board. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you should be giving uh, the kids uh, the same imagination and mental food that you would eat. Yeah, exactly. Question for you, boys. Answer for you, boy. Mm. Which director do you think was more influential to Batman cinema? I feel like it has to be Burton. Schumacher or Burton? He's talking strictly cinema or Batman as an IP? Do they feel like different answers? I'm going for like different answers both. to me. Different answers to me. Okay. Okay. So you're going to say Schumacher for cinema? Yes. And Burton for IP? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because Schumacher provided provided the counter swing of the pendulum that launched things like The Dark Knight and more serious so, superheroes. So you're movies. saying that Schumacher was more influential in the way that a bowling bumper is influential because it doesn't yes. let the bowling ball go off? Because it it showed us this is what happens if you go too far. I can, so you can't I can that. hear that. Yeah. But Burton's yeah. more influential to the IP because Gotham always forever in my mind and in a lot of Batman media is the Gotham from 89 and from Returns. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's easy to give credit to directors and have those being the ones for fun questions like that. But I bet somebody could argue that Elfman had just as much yeah. influence oh. on Batman IP yeah. that, that Burton God, did. Yes. So, Absolutely. Amazing. Uh, well, what was your answer, Carter? Did you answer? Uh, I didn't know. I, y'all were kind of helping me. I, I, I think I'm, <clears throat> I, I might be Burton on both. But it's just because the Whedon comment, I'd never heard that before about how he said Batman and Robin. Feige. Feige. Let's say Feige. Well, we'll never quote Joss Whedon. Sorry. Especially with the recent interviews that Whedon has given, he's proven no, yeah, himself sorry, to guys. be a real, real turd. So let's just yeah. forget about Whedon. Feige. I had not heard that before. And so that had me kind of rethinking. It's interesting. Influence. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's time to rate this movie. Using science, the scientific cinema scale specifically, and it goes a little something like this. The best thing we could ever say about a movie is, own it. Don't lend it. Buy that poster. The next best thing is buy it. After that is rent it. That's followed by stream it. Then forget it. And last, but certainly least, the worst thing we could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. I'm going to stream. I'm going to stream just like I did for, for Batman Forever. But I did enjoy this movie more than Batman Forever because it is just fully Cutthroat Island lean in. Yeah. Like bad. Well, and this with, one had Clooney too. So, yeah. That helps. And it had Clooney. Um, great stepping stone for his career, not necessarily for the character he was given. But yeah, <laughs> I agree. Uh, but it's a stream. I'm going to buy this movie. Whoa. Wow. What? What? <laughs> It's a blast. I had so much fun watching this. It is terrible. It is so bad. One of the worst movies we've ever reviewed on this podcast. I'm going to buy it. I would love to own this movie and watch every single behind the scenes documentary. I want to know exactly how they made this. Exactly how it went so wrong. What were they thinking when this happened? I want to buy this movie. It is so interesting to me. Hmm. I mean... I would say that my opinion is a little different than Doge's because I am going to forget Batman and Robin. Wow, look at us. Wow. I think All this, over the map this movie this sucks. Minus, minus Arnold, who is an absolute blast. I This movie sucks. It, I That's why I'm buying it, though. I did not have as much fun with it as it sounds like you did. I was pretty bored right. most of the time. Like, it's what two kind of hours. Were you having? It's two I was hours having some f- good snacks that could have helped. Yeah, it might have helped. It's two hours and four Very minutes, likely. and it's about... Two hours and four minutes too long. No. Um, I did forget it, so… There's at least 12 minutes of ice puns. Sure. You don't want I that. I would like movie? to remove Arnold from this movie and keep him and then forget it. So This I movie has this movie. totally scrambled our usual vibe. I just want you to know that like 
if we listen back to this, if we had been given the script for this episode before, like when we were in our trailers earlier eating the craft services stuff they brought before we had to come out here and perform, if we'd read this script all the way through, we would have said, everybody's acting out of character. Because this is, <laughs> this is like the most inverse our ratings have ever been. I've never been the highest, maybe ever in my whole entire life. Well, it's possible. It's possible. By a leap. You, you're By a like lot. two ratings higher. By no. a lot. This, this movie finished, the credits started to roll, and I think I sighed. Like, I think I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's done. Not me. I, I had so much fun with how bad this is. Yeah. It sounds like it. Is, is Mr. Freeze's bus with spikes supposed to look like a narwhal? I hope so. Uh, I thought it looked like uh, Gru's car from Despicable Me. It looked like Gru's car driving oh. backwards. No, driving forward. Yeah, Gru's car is big, and, big in front, little Absolutely and back. Absolutely Gru's car. So there's that. Yeah. Man, I'm ready. I'm ready to move on to, to a different flavor for sure. Uh, I'm excited about Batman there's Begins. a part of me that's going to miss some of the camp. Oh, though, for sure. I definitely honest. will. I didn't think I would be missing it. But. Because our energy is going to be totally different after watching the Nolan ones. Because we're going to come in and be like, the thing you don't understand is that it's all symbolism. It's all parallel. And right here, yeah. we're just like, <laughs> ice to see you, Batman. <laughs> ice to <laughs> see Dracula? you. Dracula? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I want to turn you into ice. Yeah. I, want I see to- that you are from Texas. You don't like beans in your... Chili. Nice. <laughs> I do. Li- I prefer beans. In my I chili. do like beans in I my prefer chili. Prefer beans in my chili. Um, what kind of beans? You kidney bean boy? Uh, kidney and red. I usually do a little bit, yep. little of this, little of that. I think uh, is is they is those not the same? I thought they were two different things. Each other? I you think they are. You almost said is the not the same? <laughs> is they not the same? I, I thought they were the same. I thought they were different. A quick Google search will solve this mystery. And a quick Google search. Kidney beans are much larger than red beans. Kidney beans are a darker crimson, while red beans are more pink. Red beans are also known to have a much beanier taste. (laughs) However, both do go great with rice. Description. (laughs) Okay. One of them. One of them tastes like super, like a bean. You know. We promise, (laughs) listeners. We promise that we won't. Crawl too, too, <laughs> too far up our own butts for the. We also trilogy. can probably promise we won't spend very much time talking about kidney beans, though. Next week, I'm not gonna make any promises about beans. Not today. Not after last time. <laughs> not after last time. To end today's episode, I would like for each of us to say our name and the best pun that Mr. Freeze made that didn't quite make it into this movie. Also, Coolio was in this movie. Was that his pun? No, I'm just saying Coolio. Coolio, Coolio was in this movie, and I, I got Dude, the Keaton just, and Kel theme a, song stuck in my head when I saw him. Such a weird pun to have Arnold say. I just don't get it. Yeah, a lot of people don't. It's sort of meta. Do we have, do we have to pay Zuck every time we say meta now? <clears throat> For two chunks in a hunk, I'm Jordan, and uh, after Batman firmly and loudly stated that Gotham would always have beans in their chili. Mr. Freeze retorts and says, Wow, what a strange chill to die on. <laughs> that felt, was, that Arnold felt good coming out. I don't think it that sounded was a great, good. but it felt no, it good was coming good. out. That was way better than mine's about to be. I'm Doge, and one of the many times Batman confronts Mr. Freeze triumphantly, mm-hmm. they did cut the exchange where Freeze says, you call yourself a hero? Meet absolute zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. Pretty good. That's pretty good. The, Ar- the Arnold? I know, the Arnold was really good. Yes. It is, we're back to groove. Um, <laughs> I'm Carter, and at the point that Mr. Freeze is having, you know, the classic decision between saving who and saving who else, Bruce just starts to take too long. And Mr. Freeze says, Come on, Bat, make a decision already. My balls are turning blue. I didn't know you were such an igloozer. Ooh.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.